0: Well, time to get up. Let's talk about smoke and mirrors, real smoke and mirrors, because, you know, the media is not going to tell you the whole truth. So we think that the one point seven five trillion dollar uh, Build Back Better plan has something to do with the fact that Joe Manchin won't vote for it. Let me tell you something. Just this week, Congress passed seven hundred $768 billion annual defense spending bill. They added $9 billion to it that Joe, Man- uh, Joe Biden didn't even ask for. They gave him that. And guess what it passed? 88 to 11. It's amazing what can be bipartisan in Congress and what can't, right? So then we talk about Joe Manchin, who's arguing over nitpicky little things about taxes, about how it's it gonna cost here and there. So how are they gonna pay for this $768 billion uh, military defense spending bill, which includes research for UFOs. Now the Build Back Better plan is researching and trying to find solutions for climate change. But the military spending bill is <laughs> going to research UFOs. More than, uh, what is that, The uh, space force stuff? We're going to spend money on that. But we can't spend money on trying to, uh, you know, get electric cars or more solar power, power, or we can't, we can't even work on, uh, Wind power, we got a problem with that. Oh, it didn't work in Texas. Let me tell you something Texas mostly ran on gas, oil, and gas. What they got plenty of oil and gas, you're talking about like like less than 30% of any of their power is run by uh, uh, solar or wind power, and that wasn't why they failed, it's because they failed to properly vet those sources. They didn't put the, uh, the right, um, they didn't build the, you know, put the right protection on their wind towers. they didn't do the right with their solar either, but that's not why they ran out of power. They were just out of power because they didn't have their grid set up right. Okay. But that's another story. Here we go. We got this build back better plan. Something that's for Americans that helps extend the, uh, Affordable care act, but we'd rather build more bombs. We're, uh, I understand China's a problem. I really understand. We need the military budget. I'm not saying we don't need it, but it was easy for them to vote for that. And it was bipartisan, 88 to 11. There's exactly 50 democratic senators, 50 Republican senators, 88 to 11. They voted for this bill. So that's all smoke and mirrors. See what ABC, CNN, NBC, any of those channels won't tell you is the truth. Oh, it's all about Joe Manchin because Joe Manchin doesn't want to in his Build Back Better plan. Let me tell you what they voted bipartisanly for. They voted bipartisan for the Agent hate bill. They voted bipartisan for this bill. There's other bills that they voted bipartisan for. Just think about the things they don't want to vote bipartisan for. The George Floyd bill. Any of the voting rights act bills. Because guess what? It actually affects Democrats in the Democratic states where they have a majority. Where they're drawing drawing their districts too. See the game is afoot. But nobody's really telling the truth. And like I said, 88 to 11 for defense spending bill. Research UFOs. Yeah. They got other things in there like uh, deterring China. Now America's biggest importer, where do we get most of our stuff from China? Your, your iPhone, where does that come from China? So how do you stop that bill stuff in America? That's how you stop China. See, they're getting a lot of money from the United States, the computer we're using right now, China, maybe Vietnam, Singapore, somewhere over there. America is not building their stuff. They're getting it from China because they can get it cheap. Everything's about smoke and mirrors. It's a game that they're playing with you. But we're now we got to defend ourselves against uh, China. We got to detour them from the things they're doing in the in the in the Pacific. You know, Taiwan, they're picking on Taiwan. They control North Korea, picking on the Philippines, all those little island nations out there. They're trying to uh, project their power on the rest of the world. Meanwhile, they're still getting a lot of money from the United States. They're helping T-Mobile build their 5G infrastructure. Yeah. That phone you got, like I said, I'm saying it again, just about every phone you got comes from China or somewhere nearby and it's sponsored by China. So smoke and mirrors are all over the place. The game is afoot. Joe Manchin's making a lot of money. So are a lot of other Democrats. That's why they voted for that. Because guess what happens to that military money? Yeah, it goes to the military to spend on soldiers because they gave them a raise and things like that in this bill, which is good. But at the same time, it goes to military contractors who spend a lot of money in Congress, lobbying Congress all the time. Look, they still haven't raised the debt ceiling. So they ain't explaining how they're going to pay for this. But, oh, we don't know how. This is what Joe Manchin keeps saying. We don't know how we're going to pay for the Build Back Better plan. You're going to tax the rich? You're just going to keep taxing? Da, 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 da. Well, what you going to do here? That's going to come out our butts. So that's the game that they play in, in DC. So NBC is putting it all on Joe Manchin. Like I said, the military budget bill is sitting on Joe Biden's desk. Now it passed the House and the Senate. There were 11 smart people who said no for various reasons, but there were 11 smart people said no. I hope one of those reasons was we need to get this other bill passed first before we pass this one. Not saying that this bill doesn't need to be passed. It's just that the American people should be important first. See, that's that's my biggest problem with DC. These people want you to vote for them. Then what did they do for you? Nothing. Nothing. That's part of the reason why, you know what? I don't like January Sweet. I think that was the worst thing in the world. It was retarded. It was stupid. Uh, I didn't pull for it. I thought when people were cheering about it, it was terrible. But you know why they cheer for it? You know why they cheer for it? Because, because with this stuff like this, you can't do the bill back better plan. Joe Manchin now some not going to run for it. It's because he's already got what he wanted. Just like every other Democrat and Republican has gotten what they wanted. 88 to 11, they got that defense spending bill through Congress. Ain't nobody paying that no attention. It's all over the news, but you didn't hear about it. Cause it was briefly told to you. Meanwhile, you mentioned trying to block the Build Back Butter plan. And that was, like I said, this is 88 to 11. That means you got Republicans to vote with Democrats on a bill that they put together, right? So even the Republicans are lying to you folks who vote Republican. Oh, we're doing stuff to save America. This will help them of course, cause they passed the defense spending bill. Oh, we had to have that. Somebody right now is like, why are you talking about this? We have to have defense spending. We have to bomb babies, but we don't have to feed them. You think that's crazy what I'm saying, right? Well, we don't have to bomb babies. We don't have to feed them. It's okay. If our children in 30 years from now, will be dying from radiation from the sun because of overheating, can't breathe, their houses will be flooded. There'll be a lot of things I have to pay for that they're not paying for now. Because guess what? We don't want to do anything for that. We need to defend America against the Chinese, who's building our cell phones, our computers, and our TVs. That's what we need to do. Come on, America, wake up! Hey, folks. Hope you're enjoying the show. Just thought I would take a moment to invite you to subscribe to Thought You Were well, No Speed Limit Podcast, and let you know that our podcast is available on multiple platforms, including Spotify, Google, Apple, Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, Overcast, Stitcher, Breaker, Cashbox, Pocket Cast, and Anchor. Also, make sure to hit the bell notification so that you will be notified when the next episode is available. Now, back to the show. Let's talk about the Kim Potter trial. (laughs) The defense Friday rested its case in the Kim Potter trial. Uh, It was an interesting, short little trial, of course. Uh, The prosecution gave their uh, witnesses' statements, so on and so forth. Kim Potter is on trial for manslaughter charges and negligent homicide charges. Uh, neither one requires a burden of proof that she was, had the intent to kill Dante Wright, but that she, through her negligence, killed Dante Wright, and that she was at fault by not doing something she should have done properly. And I think that was the proper charges that they bought against her. Um, if you don't know what happened, Dante Wright, uh, was killed on April 11th of 2021, uh, when Kim Potter and another officer pulled them over. Uh, in the process, I believe they found out he had a warrant. Dante tried to hop back in his car. Uh, Kim Potter shouted, taser, taser, taser. She said she had her taser. Fired it at Dante. Fired, Ended up firing a gun at Dante rather than the taser. Uh, Dante jumped in the car. Car went down the street a block or so. It hit another car. Um... And of course, he died at the scene. The tragedy behind this, of course, is the fact that she said she had a taser, and that that was that she thought she had a taser. Sorry, uh, and that's what she was she was aiming at him. Now the thing is, I, watching body cam footage, she was standing there for a long time with a gun pointed at Dante, and they showed her a taser. A taser has a yellow outer covering around it. It looks nothing like the gun. Now, the back end is black, like the handgun, but it's nothing like the gun. It's not even the same weight. And for one thing, you have to get your gun. She gets her gun from her dominant side, which uh, in this case was her right side. So she pulls her gun. Her taser's on her left side. So she says she made a mistake. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't, but the thing is, she had long enough to determine whether she actually had her gun in her hand or her or her, or her taser from what I could tell in the video. Cause she's pointing that gun at Dante for quite some time, she said taser, taser, she fired. Now maybe she, like you said, it was an error but her actions that followed were quite suspicious because the first thing she did, she was crying, of course. She didn't say, oh, my God, I shot him. Is he okay? Can we go administer aid? Let's go see what's going on with that. No, her first thing was, oh, God, I shot him. I'm going to jail. And that's what she was crying about. Oh, I need to kill myself because I'm going to jail. Oh, God, I can't believe I did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they took her weapon from her, sat it on the curve, uh and she was upset about that. Now, she... Resigned from her job a couple of days later. Why Why is that suspicious? Okay, of course she was suspended with pay. Of course she was suspended with pay with no weapon, right? So, the actions, the actions of her were this. If you knew, because the de- next day she was arrested, if you knew that arrest was coming, you knew that possibility of getting fired was coming also. So. What she did before she was arrested was she put in her resignation. Now, there's a difference between resigning and them accepting it and resigning and, you know, resigning your position. You can resign your position and they can officially say we don't accept it. So that could happen also. I believe the police chief probably accepted it the next day because a couple of days later he uh, resigned himself because... He didn't want, he didn't like the charges that Kim Potter faced, basically. He didn't like the fact that she was going to face charges for this. He he felt like she was, she was following, um, was following proper police procedure. I guess I can see that, but no, I can't. I'm sorry, but, uh, there was a lot of things brought up during the trial where Kim said either she doesn't remember it or she said something else. And both the defense and the prosecution caught her on it because they were constantly cross cross examining each other, cross examining her from each other, each side's uh, questioning. Right? I remember one segment they asked her about something she had said to a psychiatrist or a psychologist that uh, she claims she doesn't remember, she doesn't recall. She was using that constantly. I don't recall. I don't recall what happened at the scene when I was there, this videotape, she said, well, it's on the videotape. She didn't want to say it herself. She does not want to incriminate herself, which she has a right to do because it's called pleading the fifth, right? She could have just plead the fifth right there if she wanted to, but she didn't want to do that. She just said, I don't recall. Now, have you ever seen a congressional investigation? They do the same thing i don't recall i don't recall you hear that a thousand times over uh you know when they don't want to tell the truth especially you know stuff like january 6th a lot of the folks are saying i don't recall or uh i don't they don't say i don't remember they say i don't recall uh because it kind of negates responsibility if they're caught in a lie it's just saying no i didn't say that or no i didn't say that or uh anything like that, you know. No, I don't think those words came out of my mouth, you know. I just don't recall. That's all they say. I don't recall. Heck, I don't recall what I ate last night. I don't recall what I ate this morning. So you know, if somebody said, Hey, did you eat chicken wings? I don't recall. Did you have eggs for breakfast? I don't recall. That's all you have to say. That's how that works. That's the method that is used in court. So that's what happened here in Kim Potter trial. She used that method. She didn't want to exhort the opportunity for anybody to question her with an answer. So I give you so she gave you that I don't recall. Then she gave the tears. The written house tears. Oh my god, I did tears universe. Ah. And from what I hear, this is the sick part, the mother of, of, um, Dante, Wright is sitting in court, there's not much dividing the two. They were in the hallway and both of them had to stand there and look at each other in the hallway instead of the, what just happens in most cases, the, the, uh, police assigned to them, keep them apart keep them from having to look at each other and do all those things. I can just imagine the torture on Dante's mother's face. This is the person that killed her, her child, Dante. Now here's the other thing about Dante. He's got a two year old son. And I don't know if y'all noticed this, but this is the fastest trial I've ever seen in my life. Because this murder happened in April of this year. And we're already at trial. Rittenhouse happened last year and they're at trial. Aubrey's murder was last year it happened. The the, the trial happened this year. You see what I'm saying? It's like, this is the fastest I've ever seen. You got people sitting in jail who can't pay their bail, who wait three years for trial. This happened in no time at all. No time at all. The wheels of justice turn slow they say, right? Well, in this case they turn quick for a police officer. White female police officer, they turn quick. So we might probably going to get a real speedy trial so they can get a real speedy plea. There's a side of me says that she's, that she's going to get a not guilty plea, just like Cal Rittenhouse. house. And like I said, this is negligent homicide, which means she is showing negligence that she didn't do what she probably did. Let me explain something about Kim Potter. She's been on the force for 27 years. She was present at another police shooting in which she told the officers there to turn off their body cams and sit in separate cars and not speak to each other. So she knows the rules that of what to do in an officer involved shooting. She's the training officer. She trains officers on how to deal with situations in the street. She knows how to use her gun. She knows how to use her taser. She trains them about those things. She trains people those things. Yet somehow, at the point of when she got there uh, with Dante, she didn't know what she was doing. So you question whether what her proper uh, techniques or what she really knows. Come to find out, she hadn't been checking her, her taser for several days. She hadn't been doing what she was supposed to do. Ah, uh, this case just reeks. Okay, so Dante's family probably won't get the justice they want. They will get a big settlement because that's what always comes at the end of this. They will get a big settlement from the government paid by taxpayers. See, this is another thing. Here goes another case where we need unqualified immunity. This police officers at fault for killing her son, erroneously, unnecessarily. And we, the taxpayers, have to pay for it. Not the officer who committed the action who killed this young man. A mistake is one thing. When somebody loses their life, it's more than a mistake. It's like when a factory, when somebody dies because of uh, a faulty scaffolding or, or something that was left unattained or a wire or something that, that caused somebody to get shocked. The company's at fault company's at fault. Even if it was one of their employees, the company is at fault. See, in our case, we the taxpayers are at fault because this police officer killed this woman. Maybe that's true. I've been to a town where they've got a sign that says we support our police, we support our people in blue. Our police officer. So I guess since they support them, it's their responsibility when their officer does something like shoot somebody that they shouldn't, they should pay for it, right? Taxpayers should pay that. 30, $40 30, $40 million that could have went to school books, tuitions, roads and bridges. Hey, even more police stuff, more police vests, guns. But guess what? We got to pay $30 million dollars because one of our officers shot somebody, but they didn't follow proper procedures. Didn't do their job the way they should. They made a mistake. It's ridiculous. I'm going to say that. America, we have to figure out how we going to fix this, right? Don't want to pass the George Floyd bill, right? We should. Most Americans agree that the George Floyd bill is perfect, but the Congress we got, you know, they're too busy passing the military spending bills. That's more important than people's lives, apparently. That's just how it goes. Merry Christmas, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Long Speaking of Christmas, a lot of you guys will be traveling this Christmas, and uh, I'm hoping y'all will have a safe trip. But I'd like to bring up uh, one story that was brought up this week. Uh, Maybe y'all heard about it. I don't know if y'all heard about this or not. Uh, Hertz rental car. (laughs) According to CBS News, more than 190 cases have been filed in federal bankruptcy court against Hertz rental car by customers that claimed the company falsely had arrested for stolen rental cars. Several were arrested after renting cars through their insurance company, following an accident, or when customers attend an extended the car lease further still others were arrested after renting a car or returning it it on time so (laughs) i i've seen this story there's uh, all the stories are sad about this okay one story is one this one lady she got her you know she got this received this you know was told that she was under arrest for a stolen car that she had rented she had returned the car she lost her real estate' license for a year, so she lost money. Another gentleman uh, he also got arrested. He felt it had a failure to appear in court. He ended up spending time in jail before this case was finally overturned. So you can imagine the time with his family and, and everything that he lost. There was another woman who was on vacation with her kids when the cops came running with their guns and put her in jail. Then there's the, uh, the story that everybody is talking about, uh, Kelly Price, uh, singer songwriter, actress, Kelly Price had a viral video a few months ago about her ordeal with, uh, Hertz rental car. Apparently there was an associate that didn't properly do the paperwork, but was calling her constantly. Saying that she owed money that she needed to return the car. She finally received a letter from Hertz after she spoken with Hertz, real car, about the situation, saying uh, that they were going to press charges against her and that they were, they were still going to charge her. Let me explain something. There's a couple of things I need to explain to you here because Hertz response is awful. They blame the customers first of all. Said they didn't they returned the cars late, uh, didn't return them on time, uh, or we had people who are erroneously filing claims. That's what Hertz did. Now you know that Hertz filed uh, bankruptcy in 2020 also because of COVID 19. Uh, apparently they were the only rental car company that filed bankruptcy they said they couldn't sell their cars or stocks or whatever but another reason is probably because they had these uh lawsuits pending let me tell you from my assets protection experience one thing that retail companies like to do is sue the people that uh They say it's stolen something from them. Even if they return the merchandise, if they get their item back, even if they get the item back, they're going to sue you for it. That's to give them extra money. That gives them extra money, uh, extra resources of money. So Hertz is doing the same thing. Don't don't think this is uh, a, it could be a scam. And there's a file that says there's been over 300 arrests by this company. Dating back to 2007. 2007 hurts running a car so you can imagine how many people they've cheated this should be federally investigated first of all this is something that should be federally investigated for what's going on because these stories are, are ridiculous and i'm sure some of you saw this on cbs like i said As an assets protection person, I remember you ask somebody how much they stole, what was stolen, so on and so forth. It doesn't matter if you get that information from you, you can still do that. So think about how many people here they've got, they've got these claims against. And some of them have been sent to court and had to prove this time and time again. And meanwhile, they're still getting sent letters and some of them have probably been in civil court also. Now, you know, the, uh, burden of proof is different in civil court than it is in criminal court. So you could... You could get your case overturned in criminal court and then get in civil court and lose your case and have to pay whatever Hertz wants you to pay, right? Yeah, that's very possible. It's a a sick game. I I guess this is how Hertz is trying to recover their money. I don't know. Uh, Some people blame it on a computer problem. Uh, I, I read a couple of articles that said it was possibly a computer problem. Another one is the fact that Of course, employees are not properly processing the cars when they come back. And I believe that's highly possible. Go Kelly said that she had papers in her hand showing what she did, but she also realized that the agent that's the problem uh, did not properly process the car back in. So this is what I'm gonna tell you because this is my experience from renting car. You know, some of them have this key drop off thing where you can drop the key off. Okay, great. But you better write down your mileage. You better take pictures of the car and everything, showing where the car is, the date that the car is there, all of that. It's best for you to turn in the car directly to an agent, take a picture of the agent as you turn in the key, sign the papers, have the papers in your hand. All these things are necessary, very necessary. I don't care if it's Hertz, I don't care if it's budget, I don't care if it's A's, I don't care if it's enterprise, I don't care what the car company is. You should have those things in your hand. And if it at all possible, there are places that in, in they have 24-hour uh, rental rental kiosks where somebody is working their 24 hours, like the airport, sometimes in the downtown areas near hotels, they have somebody available. Now, there are other places where the only thing you do is they're closed at night and you have to turn that car in. Uh, sorry that that's the case, but make sure you turn in time. You, <laughs> turn in on time, don't turn in early, don't do any of those things because they could have already loan that car out and they want to send it out the next day and they never properly process the car i've seen this happen so i know that's possible okay so just make sure you have all the paperwork in hand that it has signed they have signed off on the paperwork you've got a receipt in your hand for the charge you've got to do all the proper things here don't let hurts get you because hurts hurting people really that's what they're doing here and yes Instead of being apologizing for what happens, they're sitting here talking about how these people are, are making erroneous charges, uh, erroneous uh, claims against their bankruptcy and all these things. That's sick. So like I said, they should be federally investigated. The FBI uh, um, and the other agencies should go ahead and investigate them for this. They definitely should be looked at for the things that they're doing to their customers. Personally, I just wouldn't be a customer of Hertz because this is really hurting our stock The when the truth comes out, just saying. Finally, I would like to congratulate Barbados on doing the right thing. They're getting rid of their colonizers. They they're they're throwing off the Queen of England as their uh head of state, which makes no sense. On a predominantly black island filled with folks from Africa. No, it makes no sense at all that the Queen of England is your head of state. After all, it was what, two hundred years ago that her folks bought you over their own boats to be slaves, right? So they're doing the right thing, throwing it off. I'm so proud of them. Uh, as of November 30th, 2020, Barbados broke ties with the British crown and swore in its first president, Sandra Mason, 55 years after gaining independence from Great Britain. With this ceremony, 400 years of British rule comes to an end in the former British colony. Uh, Prince Charles was present at the swearing-in ceremony. He apologized for the British involvement in Barbados that included 200 years of slavery that ended in 1834. In a quote taken from CBS News article, Prince Charles said this, From the darkest days of our past and the appalling atrocities of slavery, appalling atrocities, yeah, which forever strains, stains our history, the people of this island forced their path with extraordinary fortitude. Yeah, you know, appalling atrocities is an understatement considering they had this thing called slave codes where they basically beat, abuse, hung, killed, and executed black people who rebelled against being captives, you know, captured people, forced to work on these white people's farms to make them profits, right? They weren't... They weren't paid. They were forced to do this. Slavery did not make them better. You understand? They wouldn't have rebelled as many times as they did. In fact, there was like three slave rebellions. One was huge. 70, uh, 20,000 African-American slaves, African slaves. It's America too, because it's the Caribbean, uh, 20,000 slaves rolls up off of 70 plantations. Of course that was put down, but we won't even talk about that. It was just the fact that even happens because of slave codes. They got tired of being abused, tired of they're not having their own freedom. Um, Everybody's probably, well, what about the natives? Oh, well, the natives did occupy the island, but, of course, the British wiped those out, too. Well, not the British, but the uh, Portuguese and Spanish because they kept on raiding the island. So, eventually, the Native Americans left the island. And Europeans bought in, oh, what about the indentured white servants? Oh, yeah, they bought those in, too, for a short period of time. But, of course, you know, uh, that didn't work out either. Therefore... They started bringing in African slaves. Oh, they felt like they could handle the conditions and the hard work, but they mistreated them too. Um, so I'm glad they threw off Europe, because what's the point of having a head of state from people who didn't like you originally, who were just using you and abusing you in the first place, who bought you there? So now they're on their own. Um, I will say this about Barbados like within the uh, islands. You see what's happening with Haiti. It's been independent since its revolution. But of course, uh, if you know anything about their history, about Haitian history, they had to pay reparations to France. They beat France. They beat Napoleon France. And they had to pay reparations just so they could eat. See, Barbados has to import food. Uh, even though they they have industry. Uh, uh, tech industry. They have... Uh, also farming, but it's mostly like sugar cane and things like that. So they import a lot of their foods. They do have fishing and things like that. Uh so they have to import those things. Also tourism is huge in Barbados. That's probably their number one industry right now. And those are how they support themselves. So even with freedom we can see what happened in Africa. So Africa is still trying to throw off their colonizers, even though they're all independent nations. They're still trying to throw them off. They try to control things. Look at the coronavirus. Look what they're doing with uh, America and the West is doing with the coronavirus. You know, uh, the Africans are asking them to relinquish the uh, patent. On the vaccines, and they won't because they said we can produce them ourselves, we don't need your your vaccines, we can produce them ourselves. But America and then won't do it, it's a control mechanism. Barbados is free, but the Western countries will try to control them still, either way. America will try to control the Western hemisphere as much as it possibly can. It doesn't it to Jamaica, it doesn't it to the Bahamas, it doesn't it to Barbados with their money and in goods they will try to do what they can to control them that's how it works but i am glad they have gotten rid of their colonizer queen the thief the thief of the world the the the, the british monarchy has stolen so much The british crown jewels are all stolen for the most part if they didn't steal them from uh uh the Americas they stole them from Africa, they stole them from India they stole them from Asia. they stole them even from other European countries. It is not theirs at all. Just go back and look at history everything from uh all the way back to uh the crusades uh the the war the hundred year war with France. look at all those things the Look at all the uh, col- the building of the colonies. Look at all of that, how they stole from native people, from indigenous people from around the world. And it's called the crown jewels. Uh, the uh, They call it their crown jewels, whatever. It's not really theirs. They're rich off of other people's backs. They were rich off of slavery. They were rich off of uh uh, breaking the backs of the Indian people as workers and underpaying them with these companies. the, uh, the I forgot what it was called. The Indian company that ran uh, colonies in, in Asia. Ridiculous. Regardless of how you see this, it, it, it was ridiculous. But God bless Barbados. They threw off the queen finally. Uh, maybe they'll end the commonwealth. Maybe more, more the last couple of nations that still have, hold her as the head of their state will let her go. Uh, it, it, it's just not unnecessary at this point. Just unnecessary. You, who needs that? Who cares about the prince? Who cares about the crown prince? And, and I, I mean, that stuff is old and ancient. Uh, I, just watching... The, the British, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that people bow to somebody. I understand it's honorable to them, but if you know the history of the monarchy, ain't nothing honorable about it at all. Okay? Nothing honorable. At them. Just just read about the War of the Roses. How, the, how cousins and brothers killed each other and killed their kids and so on and so forth. There's nothing honorable about it at all. At all. Screw the monarchy folks that concludes this week's show uh of course you know it's christmas week so uh there may be a slight gap before the next show but hey enjoy your christmas y'all have a happy holiday if you celebrate kwanzaa enjoy kwanzaa uh happy hanukkah to those who celebrate kwanzaa and everybody else is just a holiday it's a holiday for you uh enjoy um just remember the joy of giving is the most wonderful feeling in the world so give to someone this in this holiday season who really needs it and like i said peace you have been listening to you your world no speed limit podcast